What is going on, everyone? Thank you so much for tuning in. This is the Accidental Parents Podcast. I just forgot the name of our podcast there for a second. (laughs) So Um, we have not missed a week of uploading podcast episodes, but we haven't recorded a podcast in a few weeks, so I know. it feels rough. It definitely <laughs> feels a little rough, but I'm, I'm, you know, we're back. We're happy to be here. We are um, outside today at my parents' house for Easter. We're recording this on Easter. Happy Easter, guys. Happy Easter. I'm or, sipping a high noon on ice right now. Is it happy Easter? Do we celebrate Easter? I mean, <laughs> we celebrate Easter in a, uh, for the selfish reason, reasons of candy and gifts, but we don't celebrate it for the right reason. How ironic. We're going to get into is it. Is it that we're... <laughs> talking you know a podcast about you know religion and everything on easter sunday so it feels fitting it feels fitting and this is a topic that lucas and i wanted to record about for a while just because we've gotten this question asked so many times and i feel like if you're a parent that's one of the first things that people ask you is is are you gonna <laughs> baptize what really are you do? Yeah. i feel like that's not common these days I, it's I we get just want to get as controversial as possible you know tune in today we're talking about religion tune in next time we're going in on politics no. we just want to get weird and we want to make everyone feel extremely uncomfortable no he's joking guys <laughs> You can't hear that. No, as I said, I'm I'm drinking a high noon right now, and I'm very happy. It's a beautiful Sunday. We're outside. Peach is my favorite high noon flavor, by the way. Okay, we don't we don't need the whole. What's your favorite high noon flavor, babe? I honestly have not had a high noon in so freaking long that I don't even remember the flavors. And to be honest, I'm not a big seltzer gal. I wasn't I, a big seltzer fan either until I throw this sucker on some ice, and it's delightful. But I I prefer red wine i really love margaritas in a mixed drink a mel back on a <laughs> sunday afternoon no but I, I honestly would i think i i like more like margarita if i'm going the mixed drink route you know what i mean yeah you're just trying to get crunk off that yila yeah i love tequila Okay. So what's any, new? Anything new? Any updates? You? Yes, actually, Come I have on. a huge one for all my girls who have been following my my ladies? pregnancy all journey. All your lady friends. And actually, I've been off of social media for yeah. Where you been, girl? A week. Where you been, just man's? I've been I've been off for a week, and this big, huge, really happy thing happened. I went to <laughs> a really the, happy thing happened. <laughs> I went to the <laughs> midwife uh, the other day and got the baby checked out, and. We were there and she was like, everything looks great. How do you feel? I was like, I feel great. However, I am getting stressed because I'm just so scared that this baby's going to be breached just like Lennox was. And she was like, oh my gosh, well, let's check. Let me let me feel the baby's position. And for so, those listening that don't know what breach means, it essentially just means that the baby is resting head up in, in the uterus, yeah, not feet head down. down. Yeah. Yeah. Head is up towards my boobs. So... I was just like, and and basically why that's not really something you want is because a lot of practitioners won't allow a breech vaginal birth and I want one really bad. So we checked for the baby's position and she basically just checked my belly with her hands at first and was like, I think the head is down. Like I'm, I think I'm feeling that. And I was like, oh my gosh, she's like, let me get the ultrasound. Do you mind? And I was like, no, please do it. I need to know. (laughs) And so she got the ultrasound tech thingy. And we discovered that baby is head down. So the reason that's such a good thing is because Lennox was never, ever, ever head down. Yeah, homie was breached the whole time. Yeah. and so Stubborn little sucker he is. So this time I am going to get the chance to deliver vaginally, assuming that this baby stays head down. And she did say at around 32 weeks is when we usually see the baby staying put. So 
I'm very, very yeah, hopeful. Yeah, on track for a uh, vaginal birth. That's exciting. Very hopeful. And Yay, I feel like... I get to... <laughs> okay, gosh, there is such a, a male stigma out there that we think that so the funny. vaginas don't how go back se- to how normal. How sexist of me. How yeah. sexist of me. Vaginas go back to normal, guys. like, yay, vaginal birth. I get to have sex with a gaping vagina now. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, my God. <laughs> you just spilled as high noon. You deserve that. Yeah, I deserve that one. <laughs> no, I know. Going... It grows back to normal. I know. It or grows it? back? Or goes back. <laughs> Not grows back. No, it you does. You got some things growing down there. I don't know what's going on with you. Okay, we're going to move on. <laughs> Change the subject. <laughs> anything, anything new with you? Yeah, I got a fucking promotion. Yes. Oh, yeah. Get a high five on that. Get that. Boom. Yeah. Work's going well. Got a great promotion. Trying to work my way up this damn ladder we call life. And Love that money. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's going it's going well. You know, very happy about that. And um, flying down to Florida this, this coming week to go down to a work conference and get to hang out with my family in Orlando for a little bit. So, yeah, everything's going well. Oh, my gosh. He's also... And we're... we're, we're uh, working in the backyard a lot these days not we. why are you he. sighing do you realize that i am a homeowner and i need no, to put babe, my blood sweat it. and tears in my backyard okay i love it but it's just non-stop no you need to appreciate it because i'm making our house aesthetically pleasing i do appreciate it what i don't appreciate is when it's the only thing on your mind and we have other priorities and you're like no i got it i gotta get in the back that's I gotta run how I am. especially when i'm doing like a project or something outside that's all I can think about because I want to execute. I want to get it done. And I ha- I've been doing really well. Okay, you He should- has been doing great. It looks really, really nice. Thank you, Amanda. I appreciate Except that. Except I don't like the barrel uh, pot that you got, <laughs> but we'll, we'll get a new one. <laughs> yeah. You'll, you'll warm up to it. Okay, guys. I think we're going to just jump right into today's episode. And again, religion. we are talking about religion because I think it is something that a lot of people can relate to. I know I've briefly talked about this topic on my personal Instagram, and I had a lot of people be like, thank you for talking about this because I feel really similarly and no one really shares that gray area. Well, because no one, I feel like no one likes to share their opinion on how they feel in the religious field yeah per se i don't personally am i a little uncomfortable with sharing you know how i truly feel yeah a little bit but i guess that's what life's about and that's why we started a damn podcast so let's dive in nothing ever grows out of a comfort zone that's my favorite quote i love that i'm gonna tattoo that on my left butt cheek (laughs) i think you should get on your forehead (laughs) (laughs) no regrets so i think we should just dive in by talking about both of our upbringings with religion yeah are we religious no no, we're, we're not really that religious. No, right? we're not religious right off so the bat. So let's talk about it. So yeah, I think growing up, I was raised Lutheran, which is just a branch of Christianity to my knowledge. And we were very much the people that were for sure Christmas, for sure Easter. Oh, of course. And then we would all the, also... All the, sh- the selfish reasons to yes, be religious. But we also went. I remember we would always try to go. My parents would like force us out of the bed to go to church on Sundays. We would go to our Sunday Sunday schools. Like we they really tried to implement going to church every Sunday or at least every other Sunday. Enough. And I just remember it was always one of those things that I had like this adverse reaction to going. I just I just always hated going to church. Yeah, that was pretty similar for me. 
And it was always this battle to get me like to actually get ready and go. I would always try to talk my way out yeah. of it. Well, I feel like everyone's origins, obviously, with religion comes from a young age. It's like you either grew up with your parents being super religious or they really weren't. You know, I grew up. My parents were restaurant owners. So every single weekend, Friday, Saturday of my entire childhood from when I was like three years old to 13, 14 years old, I would go to my grandparents' house every weekend of my life. And I was raised um, Catholic. My grandmother and my grandfather, I would go to their house on the weekends. And my grandma... Were you baptized would, Catholic? Yeah, then? I was baptized Catholic, absolutely. Catholic, and yeah. then co- communion. Yeah, did, did first communion. Yeah. Didn't, I didn't, I, that's all I did. I didn't get confirmed. Okay, so we're on the I same page. I, I was baptized Lutheran and con- communion. Yeah, because my it. parents just said... By the time I was old enough to get confirmed, I think I was just like, fuck that. Well, you I were also not... playing, probably playing sports. Yeah, I was that playing was sports. I didn't want to go. But originally, all, you know, if we're going to boil it down to the, you know, the, the, <laughs> for some reason, my mind wants to say the girth of it all, which is super <laughs> weird. The nitty gritty. Yeah. I mean, my grandma and I, you know, I grew up with a very hard handed South African grandmother, right? We did not have a good relationship growing up. Now she's my best friend. She's amazing. But growing up as a kid, I was naive. I was, you know, immature, obviously. And she's just like this strict European grandmother that would literally drag me to Catholic church every Sunday. My grandpa, who was my best friend, who I loved, never went to church on Sunday. So I think looking back at it, that is the origin of me almost being against it was I was like my grandma and I had a terrible relationship you know when I was a child she would drag me to Catholic Church that was first and foremost super boring right and I'm a kid who's bouncing off the walls (laughs) and my grandpa never went and I was always like grandpa why don't you go to church with us why don't you go to church he was like it's just not for me you know I don't need it's something I don't do and I was I remember as a young kid I was like well if my grandpa's not going to church I'm not going to church you know, and I think that's kind of where religion started for me was this, you know, this um, turbulent relationship with my grandma who would make me go. And then my grandpa, who I looked up to, never went to. So I naturally was like, fuck that, you know, which is interesting when you look back at it. Yeah, I think it has everything to do with your the people in your life who are bringing you up and how they present. Religion oh, yeah. To you. Anyone, any anyone that, you know, who's super religious I mean, they either come from a super fucked up family where religion was their way out or mm-hmm. they come from a family where, you know, religion was everything to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think for me, so I similarly, I got, com- I did first communion, but I never did confirmation because I remember I always had volleyball going on during the confirmation classes. And I also told my parents, I don't like this. I don't, I don't feel like this resonates with me at all. I always remember knowing that I I always had a deep fascination with creation and how the world started and how the earth got here. I believe in science. <laughs> <laughs> what was that from? Uh, Nacho Libre. <laughs> I don't believe in God. I believe in science. <laughs> but I do want to say, like, I if you if you are religious, and obviously I respect the shit out of that. Yeah, you no, know, I do think, your thing. I am not, we're not here I hating I think up front religion, we should probably put you know? a disclaimer yes, out there. Yes, absolutely. I want to definitely put a disclaimer out there. We are people who actually, like, even though Lucas and I say we're not religious, we actually really respect people who are. We respect, I think, absolutely. I think there's something so beautiful about 
your personal relationship to whether it's God, spirit, spirituality, or religion. Yeah. It's very personal, and that's not something that we ever would want to That's what I respect. I respect the personal journey aspect of it. Do I respect a Baptist church telling a 10-year-old if they fucking don't believe in God, they're going to burn in hell? No, I don't respect that at all. But as a whole, do I respect, you know, I'm going to let fucking anyone other than myself live the life they want to live without you know having any opinion on it um this is you know all we're talking from our own personal experience and how we believe um but yeah i have many friends who are super religious and and i I respect the shit out of that i think the reason that we're we wanted to come on here is because it we never fit fit that yeah and a big question for us being young unexpected parents and navigating you know having a child was okay well (laughs) you know even though we're not the most holy shit yeah we got it sorry guys we're having like so we are outside i will say <laughs> my parents have this big ass umbrella that almost just fell on us it happens should we put it down uh yeah i don't know how to put this thing down you think we should just roll with it i think we should roll with okay, it okay we're gonna roll with it it happens sorry. the the wind is is but anyways what was i saying i totally no, lost let my... me talk because you've been interrupting me a little bit but i feel like the point i was making about was a good one maybe being parents oh yeah yeah well the reason why we even wanted to talk about religion was that was something we went through you know do we baptize our child mm-hmm. but it's like mm-hmm. society would tell us we should but looking at ourselves and how we live our lives you know it's like so Again, I took my first communion. I was in sports and it really didn't resonate with me. So I didn't do confirmation. And I remember that was sort of a big moment for me because it was the first time I felt like I had autonomy in my relationship to spirituality and and religion. And so I... Like you... Is that... Autonomy means freedom. No, exactly. So that's when you felt like you had a choice. Yes. It was the first time I really felt like I had a choice. And I feel like... If you relate to me in any way, I've always been the kid that was like, I I need to be so into and passionate about whatever I do or believe in for me to actually want to subscribe to something. And so I just knew religion in, in the form of like organized religion didn't didn't sit well with me. Right. I was always the kid in class raising my hand and being like, why? I was very similar. Yeah, like, why is this <laughs> a thing? But it's so why? funny. I look back and I was always like, why because my grandma would fucking make me go why grandma (laughs) no but i mean like i would sit in the confirmation classes and they'd be telling us the bible stories and i'd be like that doesn't make any sense or like why is it this way or why is it that way questioning things and they would just kind of not want me to question things yeah for me more so for me in those little bible classes i was too busy looking at sally and trying to like see under her dress or something like that (laughs) (laughs) maybe you didn't need jesus (laughs) (laughs) i still need jesus So, yeah, I think that was my whole upbringing was just like very much my parents tried to introduce it to us and they did. My brother, I'm sure, got confirmed. And then we started going Easter and Christmas. And it was never something as I got older that I continued to get like worsened no, it opinions just, about. Yeah, and I'm, I'm very similar in that I aspect think, as well. I think for me, I actually started to appreciate it more as I got older and found sort of comfort in going to church like I actually love going to church now even though I'm not religious because it feels like such a sacred place right and it is one of the only places that you go and and like spend an hour to worship be present and I really like I mean you can't not be in a setting like that and like be a civil human being and and not respect it like you got you know you got to respect it yeah you know especially I, I find it super cool to go to a church um I kind of forget 
what the term of the church is called where you know it's all choir and all singing and you've got the massive choir singing these super loud beautiful songs that just move the body i'm all for that i love that kind of shit you know but i think just growing up and especially being a parent obviously you know you want your child to have an idea of religion but i want my child to have their own idea of mm-hmm. religion you know and here's i think what you're saying is you want to have you want to encourage a relationship with god spirit whatever it is that feels authentic well, and aligned with yeah with i want or, or your kids i want to encourage a relationship with you know with my children where yeah it doesn't necessarily have to be god for them but as long as they have you know a, a being or a power that that they can look to when they need reassurance or guidance that's and and look if lennox decides to grow up and, and be interested in christian mm-hmm. christianity Christianity, <laughs> Christianity. I'd be all for it. Yeah, you know, it's not like we're over here against it. Yeah, I think you and I just don't necessarily understand it as much because we haven't taken our time to really dive in. We've tried. I've tried yeah. personally multiple well, let, times. Well, that's what I want to. Uh, let's kind of talk about what we've done in the past. So I want to go back to mine. So I, I guess I went, I went into college. Actually, this is so funny. I'm just now thinking of this. I remember having a conversation with you, Lucas, when we were freshmen in college and we both, I think we were like slinging like a six pack of hard ciders or something like that. And <laughs> we were at the like beach us. and we were drinking. And I remember us having a conversation about how we thought religion was just for people who wanted like false hope of like something else. But I think we also were of the camp of like, we're atheists. I think we really were like, we don't believe in anything. <laughs> I remember having that conversation with you. Right. So this was I feel like everyone goes to that rebel period. Rebel. God, I can't even speak. But I think, I think what it speaks to is like, we really didn't subscribe to anything until we found sort of like our own definition of spirituality. Yeah. I mean, I've definitely tried to find spirituality spirituality (laughs) (laughs) it's the high noon the high noon's getting to me um i've definitely tried to find it in my life you know i remember growing up my best friend was mormon there was a point in my life where i thought i wanted to be mormon which was interesting (laughs) (laughs) because every wednesday we'd go to like his uh his sports night with all the mormon kids and i i loved them i thought it was and they were it was isn't that the religion that also does multiple wives well, I think a couple different religions do multiple Maybe wives. You would I think like the that. fact that there are a million different religions <laughs> makes religion a problem yeah. <laughs> in the get-go. To be honest yeah. with you, you know, it's like you travel to anywhere in the world and they have a different idea of what religion is, and they're willing to, you know, kill you for it, which yeah. I think is crazy. And I think that's also, you know, me on my own individual path of trying to understand what the fuck religion really is. But I think there's something, see, for me, that's actually comforting because I love the idea that two people on the completely different side of the planet also, like, know there is something else out there. No, definitely. And it's funny. We've tried. That's what I wanted to get into. <laughs> we we tried fucking reading the we Bible did. together. So we, Lucas and I, last year, last January, yeah, that was one of our New Year's <laughs> I come home, we're like... Like I think I want to try to read the Bible. Yeah. Because look, it's like it's not like we're against this shit. No, we're we just we've been on our own journey. Out. We just don't subscribe to anything. But yet, it's so. also interesting being a you know a young parent, especially an, an unexpected parent, when you don't have shit figured out yourself yet. How are you supposed to teach another young human being the way to do it? You know. 
which is why I've been so stubborn about not jumping into baptizing Lennox into and, some type and of I religion agree. because I want to be intentional about it. Like if I'm not going to fucking church every Sunday, if I don't subscribe to that, and if I don't think of myself as a religious person or as a Christian or as a Catholic, I'm not going to baptize my fucking kid. Okay, so let's get into it. Hold on. We're going to get into that in a second. I want to go back though. So I always remember that even though I didn't subscribe to a religion, I always wanted to. Right. I had a best friend in high school. Her her religion was Catholicism, and she was so into it. Felt really, really connected to God, and I actually loved that. I, I envied that. I thought that was so beautiful that she could have such a deep connection to a God that was subscribing to a certain religion, and I really loved that. However, I just never felt connected to that, so I knew that that wasn't really for me. I went into college, and I, I just really played around with like spirituality not really intentionally i just knew that i felt more called to be spiritual in the sense of not really subscribing to a certain religion but just kind of believing in like a frequency a higher being right. like a connection to earth things like that and so when i went to boulder i remember i felt really lost in who i was i felt really all over the place, not in touch with my body, not in touch with my intuition, but I really still felt called to dive into religion. So I remember at one point I went to a bunch of different churches in Boulder and I actually spoke to this one church. It was a Catholic church about doing like this rite of passage program. <laughs> You're doing your official visits at all the, chur- the local <laughs> churches. And I, just vetting, like. I literally almost like signed up to convert to Catholicism because I really wanted to experience no, I, that I and mean, learn. Yeah, you were an individual trying to figure shit out. And like, I remember I the, respect ca- that. the caveat was like I could go through it and go through the classes and then decide if I wanted to at the end or not. Right. I think I probably still had to pay, which like that's also. Oh, you got to pay your dues. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then I then I realized like, OK, no, I really don't subscribe to this. And then I got pregnant. And when I got pregnant, I think is when I really dove into more of my spirituality. And what I mean by dove in, it was I, that was the first time I really felt connected to something other than me or religion. It was so ethereal of an experience to be like, holy shit, there's a human growing inside of me. Right. And that deep connection with myself unlocked my intuition and my connection to my intuition. And then from there really unlocked my my ability to dive into spirituality in the sense of like getting into tarot cards getting into uh burning palo santo and and sage and um feeling connected to nature and that's sort of where i am right now i remember also i went on a uh trip to coachella with my friend graham and we took molly i did molly for the first time (laughs) i had like a terrible experience in the beginning because i passed out but then afterwards i was rolling And it was honestly one of the first times I really felt connected to a higher being in terms of realizing that like I am magic. My body is magic. I am energy. Like I am connected. I, you just, when you're on those kind of drugs, you just feel so, (laughs) yeah, we'll save it for another time, but you just feel so out of your body and out of this world. And so that was also really eye opening. But then I think pregnancy really, really cracked me open in terms of me accessing my intuition, really 
leaning into the feminine energy. And I think from there, I also had to do a lot of trust and I had to stop questioning what else is out there? Why is this happening to me? What is going on? What is life? I just had to trust. And I think if you are religious, that's probably the the number one thing you say your your religion is is based on is trust. Just this kind of like hopeless trust. Well, you have to fucking trust. Could you imagine when the day comes and you're at the the pearly white gates and, and that's you get why turned I back around? Was was so like oh, I want to find a religion. I want to find something because I want that trust. I want that safety and security. And so where I found that was trusting divine timing right. and trusting that there is something else out there, whether it's heaven or hell or reincarnation or we're all fucking energy in this weird energy realm. Like whatever it is, the afterlife, I just really felt like I finally had to trust and, and give over my control when I became pregnant and then became a mom. And that allowed me to really dive into yeah. my own spirituality. Definitely. I respect that. And that was one of my big conflicts with religion as well. I just didn't get the whole trust aspect. You know, I didn't get the whole, you know, it was like at a very high level, you look at religion and it's a coping mechanism in some aspects, you know, it's for like, death. it's a coping mechanism for death. It's, the uncertainty of what happens after life. I am just going to, you know, dedicate my life to this religion because that's where I will be after death. You know, I always thought that was, um, I always thought that was kind of weird and interesting, you know, and then also growing up, learning about the different wars and all the conflicts that arise from religion was also something I never really understood and confused me a lot. But of course, I had friends growing up who were super religious. And, of co- you know, respectfully, I did envy that. I do envy someone who can live a very purposeful purposeful life. Because no matter what happens, if it's negative, they're like, it's yeah. okay because God has me. Yeah. You know, I could be in a spot where my life sucks at, you know, at some points and I could be really down and I don't necessarily have someone like God or, or a religious figure to help to bring me back up. And... I do find myself in moments like that where, man, you know, I I wish I did subscribe to a religion where I could sit down and pray right now and it would make me feel a lot better. And, you know, sometimes, of course. And I just want to clarify, though, this is not us asking for all you Bible (laughs) readers to come in and slide in our DMs and be like, can I I convert you? By the way, after listening to your podcast, I think you had a perfect time in your life. We are on our own journey and we do not (laughs) want you guys to flood our DMs. No, and I've I've definitely had moments, especially being a young adult, being an, an unexpected father and a young father and just an adult trying to fucking be successful and trying to make it in this crazy world and and trying to make it in this life especially after college when there are a lot of moments where you are by yourself you're not surrounded with your friends and work might not be going well or you might be super confused on your path and and your journey in life and I've been there a million times and yeah sometimes it's like it would be nice if I did subscribe to a specific religion or it makes me curious, you know, thinking about that kind of stuff. And like I said, I'm not super opposed to it, but I've tried a couple of times and it's just something I don't buy into. Lucas and, and I tried to read the Bible. But I'm also over here, you know, going to Native American sweat sessions. Yeah. Like I'm really trying. I'm opening myself up to it. I'm trying to find the, the spirit, the um, spiritual aspect of life. And I do respect that part. I just... 
don't think I've found found it yet. Yeah. And so Lucas and I tried to re- read the Bible last January, January 2021. And as soon as they just got to the part where it's like, and Ezekiel was 972 years old. We're like, what? Yeah. And then there's incest and everyone's fucking each other. And yeah. it's just like, it just didn't resonate with us. And I'm we not over really here saying that that's what religious is. A, religion is about. No, and, and I understand too. It also is just like a story and not, not like completely meant to be literal, but I, that's the way my brain thinks is like, tell me the literal facts. Yeah. And Don't I think me for this, me like, also another, you know, personal thing that, made me somewhat resent or somewhat not necessarily subscribe to religion was, you know, going to college in Pensacola, Florida, going to school in the Bible belt, mm. being surrounded by, you know, every other block is a Baptist church where of course, you know, you look at these families and they've got great units and it's, it's beautiful to see, you know, any kind of large community where people are happy and, and interacting is great to see. But then there's the point on, you know, in that respected religion, what I personally witnessed a lot because I had my fair share of going to, you know, church with my friends and, and, you know, putting in effort per se. And the Baptist lifestyle was very off-putting for me, just how um, almost violent they were with their beliefs. And my point earlier, you know, watching a, a young child get slain by their family because they questioned religion and and their immediate response was you know that they were going to go to hell and i just always thought that was super weird um which makes me scared in some aspects of telling my son that he should subscribe to religion because i'm not that parent yeah yeah no and i think that's the other thing too is we are so adverse from telling somebody how to live their life that it's almost as if like what how we parent lennox right we don't really want to tell him yeah i don't want to tell him what to do like i'm not even but don't get me wrong if he's like seven eight years old and he's like look my friends you know i had a great conversation with my friend and he's into god and i want to go to church with him so be it you know yeah my son wants to go on his own individual path lennox is like guys i want to be a nazi we would fucking step in you know what i mean absolutely i think there's there's a boundary but when it comes to like finding your own spiritual journey and purpose. I think that that is so personal and individual. I and I think that's really where we stem from yeah. on the parenting side of things. Yeah. It's like, look, if we, um, if, if a man and I went to church and we're religious and we're Christians and of course Lennox would follow in our footsteps. Yeah. But I think because we respect other people's paths and I think because we respect individuals journey and that we're we're still on our own kind of individual journey of finding religion or subscribing to a a spiritual spirituality spirituality you know I think we're still trying to figure that out so we don't want to tell Lennox or we don't want to you know I also just also have a hard time subscribing to things in general like i'm right. i'm very hard with i don't like yeah we're to very naturally like against the grain i'm very like norm. i cannot conform also i have a gay best friend and he was really really religious and then obviously felt how the community treats gay men or gay women and was very turned off by it and decided to go a different route but my whole thought process too is like look i'm a white woman i want to kind of look at the people who are being you know what's the word um 
mistreated. What's the other word for that? Neglected? So, I don't know. I want to look towards the people who are being mistreated and see what their thoughts are on religion and these organized religions because I don't want to subscribe to something that is going to not include yeah i think that's a, a, something a, you know someone because of who they love yeah like that's, that's a really good point because that's actually a point i forgot about that i wanted to bring up too because i'm thinking of my childhood and obviously you know childhood affects the way you you look at things very much so and if you don't believe that you're fucking stupid <laughs> but i remember growing up thinking how wrong it was because i grew up with a lot of gay people in my life mm-hmm. You know, my, my mom had a bunch of gay best friends. My uncle is gay. You know, being gay was very normal growing up from, for me and what I saw. You know, that was not something that I thought was weird or, or different because of luckily in my family and how I was raised, I was surrounded by it a lot. And I didn't understand, you know, religion and, and Christianity and Catholicism being against gay people. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, that, that always put a weird feeling in my stomach. Mm -hmm. So that was another reason why I didn't necessarily buy in per se. I think that, and just everything else, it comes down to like, I don't like when someone tells me like, you have to believe in black because white is not correct. But of course there are, I mean, there are definitely churches out there that I'm sure have, you know, gay members and that are open to the um, LGBT, yeah, I'd like to see LGBT one because I, I really have not. Community and no, there definitely is. I'm, I'm sure. sure. I'm sure. I hope. Because I mean, you you drive around Denver and and there are churches that yeah. fly the yeah. uh, the you know the um, yeah you're right the pride flag the pride flag and yeah. stuff like that. So there are definitely churches that accept it and succumb to it. But I'm just thinking of you know my roots and my mm-hmm. childhood and what you know. We also grew up in Florida. Yeah, right. What what my beliefs were. Yeah, we grew up in the South. Yeah, we grew up in and no one thinks Southern religion is fucking fucking intense religion. Yeah, it's intense. People don't think Florida is the South, but I'm telling you, go to Daytona Beach, and you'll think otherwise. (laughs) (laughs) Or go to like Chiliota, Florida. Yeah, I mean North Florida. North. It's kind of funny. Well, the more South you go in Florida, it's more you know South America. It's more. Progressive. Well, not necessarily progressive. It's more of a melting pot of cultures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The more north you get, you know, towards Georgia, especially the the panhandle is is definitely southern. Yeah. Uh, But so I think, I think where we fall is like, I I think what it comes down to is is purpose and trust. And for me, I never found those two things by looking into Catholicism or looking into Christianity. For me, I really found those things in becoming a mom Mm -hmm. and having to trust the universe. To be honest, I had to trust divine timing. I had to trust that, you know, whatever the fuck you want to call it, God, energy, whatever. And I think you found all that through experience. Yeah, 100% through experience and not through an organized religion community. It was through becoming a mom. It was life experience. It was through becoming a mom and then having to lean into, honestly, the only word I can think of is the universe, like the energy of the universe, thinking that that has my back. And that was what worked for me. Yeah, I think my my mechanism too, because you know we haven't really necessarily found our true religion, or we haven't found that being per se. I've really dove into you know everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. That's something I've really well, abided no, and by, we, we and also, I've seen it play out, yeah. which is even fucking crazier. You know, I've been 
there was a point in my in my career, you know, early this year where I um I went through interviews, you know, I I, I was trying to get a promotion and I didn't get it. And my ego my ego and my pure thought around it initially was like fuck this this sucks you know but then it's like you know i gotta remind myself everything happens for a reason and i really sat with that thought and you know i really bought into it and next thing you know everything happens for a reason and i pretty much get handed the job a couple months later because i took that situation and i could have been like fuck the world you know fuck this and went a different direction but rather i told myself that everything happens for a reason continued working hard and kept my my head up per se and everything kind of came back for full full circle and i got what i deserved essentially but you know just that thought of everything happens for a reason is is definitely an important one to to live by and i think we when when i say like energy and i really believe in energy i think what it comes down to is like lucas and i over the years have leaned more into and felt really drawn in and we we gravitate towards the law of attraction the the whole concept of like the world works for me not against me the the idea that like what energy we give out is what we're going to receive and we've actually really seen that we have we truly have and i think that's why that kind of aspect of spirituality works really well for us of like trusting the universe putting in what we want to get out of it um the law of attraction and i think another thing too is i was joking the other day but i was like lucas i think tarot cards are our religion <laughs> right <laughs> we do find ourselves doing tarot card readings quite often yeah and we d- but what because that's how our brain works we understand that whatever we are going through happens for a reason and if we need some tangible guidance or support from the universe and to know that we're on the right path we, we look at the moon and the stars no we kind of i mean i do i mean fuck i do too but I, we, I i say that making fun of it but i also say that being like i want to live that life yeah <laughs> well you should come to some of the pretty naked events we're gonna do a full moon circle our boy our, i thought it was no boys Actually, allowed. no yeah no boys allowed but you can sneak in i'll sneak you in um but we we actually like that's what we turn to whenever we're conflicted with something we turn to a tarot reading because they're always a hundred percent accurate it's kind of freaky how accurate lucas like really didn't do it for a while because he was kind of like uh, i I think i think every i think naturally every man is is somewhat against stuff like that i think every man i yeah i think yeah that's true i think every man is afraid to admit their spiritual spirit it's like this their spiritual side and their um feminine. and their feminine side are two sides that men have a lot of conflicting thoughts of understanding yeah because it's not what men are traditionally supposed to think about and supposed to feel so i think it's natural for for men to be against that kind of shit but i'm telling you once you dive into it well also too it's pretty amazing speaking on that fact is men's hormones are on like a 24 hour clock women's are on a 28 day cycle what else is on a 28 day cycle the moon so women are way more tapped into spirituality and that is also the feminine side of us is our period we bleed with the cycles of the moon like we really connect with nature that is very feminine right and so i think it, it just 
as like biologically it makes a lot more sense for us to resonate it with it than you just because like hormonally we operate with the moon we operate with that cycle whereas men don't really men operate with their dicks with the way that the world (laughs) fucking is on like we are on a 24-hour clock and people men just want to mate that's all we think about 24 7 it's just mating so i think where lucas and i are at right now is like we i feel really great in where i'm at with my spirituality but i do i do want to explore it more i do want to connect deeper and i do want to have like a i would love to be able to say even though i don't like to label myself but i would love to be able to say like this is what i believe in this is my religion no i would love to as well but i think i'm very far away from that day yeah i i almost like i think of religion as i kind of want to experience all of it you know i want to experience a little bit of every religion to kind of one right feel cultured because not only do i want to culture myself in food i want to culture myself in in pop culture i want to culture myself in people in conversation i want to culture myself in religion i want to understand exactly in thought you know i want to understand the different like the main components of religion and, and what people think on this side of the island rather to what because people think on the other side of the island you decision know. on what you believe is by exploring everything else and coming to a conclusion on your own yeah Not i will say blindly man, fly, find or following something what i experienced really in the sweat lodge with native americans was fucking unbelievable Okay, so I think where Lucas and I are both at, like I mentioned, was we feel really called to more spiritual practices and exploring our spirituality more. We definitely both want to get into it more, but we're on our own journey and we feel really good where we are now. And so I think what we want to talk about is how we navigate that with Lennox because I'm not going to lie. Like, that's one of the first things my parents asked me. Well, are you guys going to baptize? Yeah, it was one of the first things my parents asked me. Yeah, are you guys going to baptize Lennox? No, it wasn't, are you guys going to baptize Lennox? It was, when are you guys going to baptize Lennox? And I think that's when we really realized, like, damn, we kind of got a little problem on our hands because we got to figure some shit out here. And so I think my, I was always really firm in, no, I don't want to baptize him because for me, it felt so wrong to baptize him into a religion that I didn't even necessarily believe in myself. Right. And I, and I definitely agree with you on that aspect. It's just, it's hard telling your parents that when they think yeah, the exact opposite. Right. No. And so I think what I want to offer anybody, because I think at the end of the day, that's the biggest thing of like, how do you raise your child do you baptize them do you raise them to know god even if you aren't really into it how do you navigate in-laws who want you to do one one thing and you want to do the other i think at the end of the day you just have to ask yourself what's important to you Yeah. at the end of the day there's only one opinion that matters and that's your own yeah what's important to you and how can you honor that how can you set a boundary with your parents or your in-laws or whatever person yeah, is yeah and that was pressured? a boundary that amanda and i had to set with both of our parents i mean both of our parents did not understand why we mm-hmm. wouldn't baptize lennox but they were also in a completely different generation where that's just what you do that's what no I was questions no questions asked no rebuttals you baptize your kid because you want your kid to be a child of god where hold up you know what if i'm not necessarily a child, a of, child god? of god you know <laughs> well, what do i do then we, you know but no it's no it's not the right thing to do with my child is what i feel like the right thing to do with yeah. my child is yeah that was that was actually I think one of the biggest moments where we felt really confident and yeah okay, f- we're not very going empowering to, is 
is when we turned the question back, well, why did you guys baptize us? And they, uh, they literally said it was the thing to do. It was just kind of the thing to do back then. You didn't even question it. You just did it. And so I think for which is the literally the last way we want to parent. I think the last option we will ever go with is what does society do? Yeah, everyone else is doing it. You know. Yeah, yeah. I think I think we very much we feel for anybody who's going through that of like I'm questioning my spirituality, my my re- religion, but I don't know what to do with my. I kid. think the worst is between spouses. I couldn't imagine. Yeah. Like, man, I like that dynamic. If let's say, you know, one, one half is super religious. The other half isn't religious and you have a child together navigating that. I think that's a very interesting dynamic. I don't know how people do that. Yeah. And I think it just, honestly, (laughs) I feel like all of our episodes come down to this last takeaway of communication. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I think you have to communicate, but here's, here's the other thing too, is like, is religion a deal breaker for you? If it is, then that's a conversation you need to have. You if need to it's know not, that for sure. If it's not, then it's not. But I don't, I also, I don't, I'm not here to tell you that that's wrong of you to think religion is a deal breaker. Absolutely not. If that's important to you and that's a deal breaker, If you're religious and you want to find a religious spouse to raise a religious family. Then you deserve fucking that. Fucking hell yeah. I'm your biggest fan. Yeah. We're not over here saying that's not the life to live. We're just over here trying to explain our path. I think what we're doing is we're, we're advocating for you to do whatever the fuck feels right for you absolutely and i think for religion this is the biggest thing i think people will sacrifice their own intention and true desire just to please and i think it's really easy to be like yeah we should baptize our kids yeah religion religion and then there's the one black sheep that's like well I'm actually not going to yeah. baptize my kids yeah. like this. That This is the conversation. Yeah. You know, that's what this is. This is for because it's OK to not want to subscribe your children to a religion because you're not necessarily yeah. re- religious and you don't have to feel bad about it. OK, because you just don't. And I think, too, another thing would be is, would be like. Well, I think I've heard a lot of people say like, well, I'm I'm nervous for when my kid comes home from school and asks me these questions about religion and I don't have an answer. I don't think there's any harm in sharing with your kid. Hey, bud. Hey, girl. I don't even know what to call a girl. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't have an answer for that. Mommy's actually trying to figure that out as well. We're all on this journey and... I just think that that so many people have this connotation that parents have to be like the strong, have it all figured out person Absolutely for their kid. Not. And I think that the most beautiful thing is just being honest and being like, look, you know, I actually really don't know the answer to that question. I think it's a great question. Why don't we go explore this That's together? What I'm, yeah. I mean, if Lennox comes up to us and, and, and wants to explore religion, my first thought well, let is church, yeah. let's go to church this Sunday. Yeah. You know, let's figure it out. You know? Yeah. I think it's about owning where you stand with it to your kids and offering exploration and curiosity and being okay with questioning and being okay yeah. with 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 sitting with the thought of society is telling me I should do this mm-hmm. do I agree with it if you agree with it fuck yeah you know if you don't agree with it it's okay to like sit with it and maybe be like you know it's not for me yeah yeah i think I think at the end of the day, you just have to understand that you do not have to have it all figured out. That's the biggest thing. Like we're not, 
people who are put on this pedestal is when we bring children into into this world. Some of you guys might be great. Got all your ducks in a row. Great. Yeah, I'm not and you that. could be parents <laughs> where you had children when you wanted to have children yeah. after your career, when you were at a perfect age and that you, you feel thought, really good in your religion. Guess what? <laughs> we had fucking kid. We had a kid at 22. Yeah. We had no idea who the fuck we were yeah. when we had Lennox and we still are trying to figure out who we are. And guess what? I think that's fantastic. And I'm not ashamed of that. At I think all. we just, the thing is, is we don't want to for ourselves and we don't want anyone listening to jeopardize your own journey as a young adult, just because you feel like you need to have it figured out for your kids. Meaning like, I don't want you to feel like you need to jump into our religion just because you have kids and you need to baptize them into our religion, even though you don't really know what you want to do. Like don't jeopardize your own journey as a human being just because you brought other human beings into this world. And just because people are telling you it's the right thing to do. Yeah. I think we can end it on that note. Boom. <laughs> Happy Easter Sunday, folks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, actually, you know don't what? forget to go to church. Wait, you know what? <laughs> I want to briefly touch touch on why we celebrate Christmas and Easter. Because, because of the presents, motherfucker. No. Okay, so no, we both grew up celebrating Christmas and Easter, and our parents still do. And it's such a family holiday. And so for us, we really want to celebrate that and have that tradition still for our kids because we like the family aspect. I mean, of any it. organized family day is my yeah. kind of day. Okay. Yeah, but we're not necessarily like saying, "Okay, we need to go to church," and we're not explaining like the origins of the holiday. Which one day I want to, when I one day I want to come to an idea of like, why do we actually celebrate this holiday? Is it because we believe in this or whatever? No, I think I that, those come, are vital conversations. Yeah, th- I, we will come to that point one day, but right now. It's just what we've been used to our whole life. I'm not going to just fucking change it because I'm questioning it. Absolutely not. You know? So, like, right now, we're just going to roll the wave of the, the traditions we've been taught and brought up to celebrate. And still, I think there's there's no harm in still questioning it. And then when we do come to an answer of, like, okay, this is actually what we believe in. And maybe we, we're not going to celebrate this holiday because we don't believe in whatever. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to go that far. Look, I this celebrate thing. holidays because they're fucking fun, because <laughs> it's tradition, okay? And because I get the day off of goddamn work, all right? <laughs> Am I always going to think Christmas is fucking awesome? Yes. Yeah, do I, I think Santa. Christmas is awesome because I want, you know, because I think our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is awesome? I mean, I don't really put those two together. Yeah. I think Christmas is awesome, and I think I think so it's holidays Christmas for you, not Christmas. <laughs> I think holidays are great because it's a time for you know to get with your family. And yeah, be grateful for, for your life and and think about the those are matters. holidays to me. Holidays to me aren't you know Christmas to me isn't a yeah. time to celebrate. I guess I, I'm also just like don't feel bad if you're walking around like a walking just like paradox like. I don't believe in God. Yeah, do you feel? I feel like you Jesus, feel bad. I feel. Do you, do you I feel celebrate gu- Christmas. Or do you Easter? feel guilty? No, I don't celebrating feel, Easter. No, I don't feel guilty because I kind of feel those vibes. No, I don't feel guilty. Guilty because I don't celebrate Easter in the sense of like I'm actually going to church and reading the Bible. If I was doing those things and I didn't believe in it, I would feel guilty or I would feel some type of way. I'm just, I'm having, I'm having a day with my family and I'm doing fun activities with Easter bunnies with for Lennox. That's all I'm doing. So I'm not, I don't feel bad because I'm not like out here beating the <laughs> what Bible. What are you? What are you in the corner like making fun of people actually celebrating no. Easter? You're like, hey, look it. at you guys actually celebrating Easter. No. I'm over here just celebrating a bunny and, <laughs> no. and eggs filled with candy. I love people who are celebrating this for the reasons <laughs> that they're celebrating with it with it. I'm just not. I, I would, think you're digging a little too deep right now. No, you asked me a question. I'm answering the fucking question. Oh. Did you not want to ask me the question? I then don't, don't I even, ask I, it. I forgot I even asked you a question. You asked if I felt guilty. Oh. 
No, I'd only feel guilty if I was out here beating the Bible when I didn't actually believe in it. That's a good point. But no, I'm celebrating a bunny. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, guys, we're going to wrap it up here. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope to see you next week. If you want to interact with us more, you can find us on Instagram at Accidental Parents. You can find me at Just Mans. You can find Lucas at Lucas Fowler. And as always, if you have any topic requests for us to talk about and bring on to the podcast or even guests you want us to interview, then let us know. And with that, we will see you in the next episode. See you next time.